Hello, and thanks for tuning in once again to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby, and we're joined by Will Raven. Um, you know, coming off of Saturday, this is not, not maybe the highest of spirits as we come to this podcast, but here we are talking again about Clemson football. Will, how, how are you feeling? Just what, what do you need to get off your chest? Well, I'm just sad, man. It It's a... Like he, I, I just walked away from Saturday night, just like, man, I think, I think reality just really set in because I'm a pretty positive guy and like, I always want to find like mm-hmm. the path to victory. There is a path, you know? Um, and at least for this season, a path to victory, um, it's bleak, but, um, I, I don't know. I just walked away from Saturday just going, you know, we're just bad at football right now. And that was kind of a, a, a really sad reality. Um, because, yeah. I mean, I, I would say the last few weeks we've been on here and we've talked about, you know, the growth that we've seen. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential for, for good things to happen. We're waiting on that marker game. Um, and just, you know, I, I would say pretty positive uh, going into each week. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think for me, it's, it's the question marks just become bigger and bigger uh, as far as, Hey, can we, can we actually go get it done? I don't know. Um, so very, very disappointing loss. Uh, I, I hate that we lost to Pitt. Uh, I don't like Pitt. And um, so yeah, man, I just feel like we're bad at football right now. And so it's not a great place to be. Yeah. Well, just know this is a safe space. It's just you and you and I talking. And yeah, everybody man. else listening. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe space. No, I mean, I um yeah, I came away just similarly. I just was you just go through the grieving process, you know? Like you just you just you, you get like really you're into it and you see some hope and you just feel like you got, I think just Saturday just kind of left me with like, I see, I see a little glimpse. I can see it. You know, I can see some moves I can see. And then when Shipley unfortunately dropped that ball, I was so excited to see Shipley back and Tyler Davis. And then we scored that first touchdown on, um, with, uh, with Mafa. And then, okay, I'm like, here we go. And then we're setting them up. Shipley's getting some yards and then we dropped the wall. And then you're like, okay, like that was a clear touchdown, but, you have those moments and then you have, oh, what was, and then we're going back and then we do try to do the shovel, the, the shovel pass and it turns into an interception for a touchdown. And those are the ones that just hurt, you know, it's the shovel pass yeah. against Pittsburgh, you know, and, you know, and you don't like it's the same team again, but I mean, it props to him. Pitt can play. And honestly, Pitt, like, if I was a Pitt fan, I would be even more upset that you lost to Western Michigan because you would be legit in the college football playoff and be a top 10 team, you know, but yeah, they'd be in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so that's to me, I mean, I know they, they view it as a wake up call, which I'm glad for, but I'd be like, man, like we beat Clemson too. And so, I mean, it's a marker game and, and as a program, you like, we want to be viewed as the circled game. And mm-hmm. we're going to get everybody's best game. And I just don't – we just weren't playing at our best. And you can't spot 
Pitt's a good like Pitt's a good team. Like I think that's the thing is Pitt should like Pitt should have been favored and they were at home and they were the better team. I think yeah. that's for me what it comes down to is that we're as a Clemson fan, you're used to being the best team on the field. And that's not even the question. And right now they were the better team. And we had an opportunity to win, but when you spot them the seven points and you don't capitalize on your opportunities, it, this is what can happen. So I'm I'm disappointed. I think there's still a lot to play for, but I mean, I think if there's any facade that we can just show up and, and beat anybody, I mean, this you, you got to come ready to play because people are ready to to capitalize on you having a down year for sure. Oh yeah, they want everybody wants a piece of Clemson right now. Um, yeah, and it. I was watching it with some buddies, and it's just hard because you're like, man, I I, I see, I see little glimpses, like you said, of just mm. we are we are a razor thin edge away from breaking this thing open, and um, and we're not the team right now to overcome adversity in a game we just aren't um and we and we can't we can't spot the team big plays uh and especially Mm -hmm. points we cannot spot them points and so um just it hurts to be a tiger right now because you're just not used to this or at least Mm -hmm. not not in the last decade you know i mean it's we're not we're not really used to to playing that way so um it, it, it sucked, man, because I think I think the first quarter or the first first half, really, uh, I felt like Clemson kind of controlled the game. Uh, I mean, it, it could have quickly been fourteen nothing mm-hmm. going into the half um, our way, you know, and you know we we don't help ourselves out. We drop passes. We we miss blocks. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we make boneheaded plays on defense. Uh, so it just it sucks. Uh, it it just really did suck to 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 watch um, because yeah. it, you hate it because you're like, man, we had a chance. Oh yeah, no, the opportunity grass there. And, yeah, and so. um, and you can see the talent. I think in this game something that I was encouraged by is the flow of the receivers felt better. Like Justin Ross, it just feels more natural on the outside. Like I, I liked having Bo Collins as more of the, the slot kind of a guy. He just felt like he fit that role a better. Will Brown had a, had a big time third down catch. There's just a couple of times, like we said, like Davis Allen dropped a third down ball. I mean, I, I saw a crazy stat. I, don't, I remember, I think, how many it was? I think it was 15 drops going into the game. But after Saturday, we are like the only team that has more drops than us is one in six Old Dominion, like from a receiver standpoint, at least. And so, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of stuff with DJ, which, I mean, it's clear that he's still working through stuff. But, I mean, when the opportunity is there, we got to capitalize on it. And I think there's just – and I think we also saw – a wear down of the defense having to like keep us around, you know, and you just yeah. saw the, in- I think you just saw the injuries catch up with the defense and just the mental wear down of having to like just carry 
the offense. I don't think, I think their heart's still in it. I just think it's just, it's just wears you down after you just can't keep that, that kind of imbalance of um, both, you know, both sides carrying a team, you know? And I think that's, I think that's what we started seeing. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Um, Yeah. Our, our guys can't play that way. Uh, And and if we expect to, Mm -hmm. to really overcome in the fourth quarter, Mm-hmm. Our defense cannot be on the field the whole time uh, because because yeah. we we can't we can't sustain it. Now, if we're if we're playing a gritty game and mm-hmm. and our offense is is doing some things and and it's still tight in the fourth quarter, I, I still feel good about our defense. But you just can't lean on them the majority of the second half. Uh, uh, but you know, I, I was okay with. I was okay with the coaches pulling DJ uh, for a drive or two and, and getting Tyson in there. And I thought he played okay. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't extremely upset with how he played. Um, he, he zipped the ball a few times that, that looked okay. Um, mm-hmm. He got loose, kind of got out of the pocket, made a couple runs um, and played competitively. And I, I was, I was okay with that. And I think, I think it was evidence of, uh, you know, the coaches communicating to the players, Hey guys, we're going to do what's best for the team. We're going to mm-hmm. move some people around and you guys got to wake up. Um, nothing's yeah. given. And, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think Tyson's the guy, but I was okay with the switch, uh, mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And you know what? The next drive DJ came out and we had like a two minute drill. Like we just marched down the field and scored, and it was just like it was very beautiful to watch. Um, yeah, but frustrating at the same time because you're like, man, do we need to be playing more urgent? Yeah, yeah. for us to be successful, um, and maybe that's the key is uh, for DJ to be in it. He's just got to stop thinking so much, um, yeah, and because he, he's not yeah. he's not the he doesn't have the mental capacity. I don't think uh, to to methodically go down the field. I think it's a, Hey, let's work quicker than his mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, that was I frustrating, think, but great. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it was right to, to, to put Tyshawn in there. I think he deserved an opportunity and I mean, DJ didn't, did not play great at all. I don't think it's a, like you can't put all the blame on him, but it did kind of feel like a team, benching of like i think like you said it's communicating to the team like every like everyone no one's uh, can be is non-susceptible to being like switched out like that's you know like just because of who your name is or how many stars you have and i thought dj handled it really well like it's hard because you want to root for the guy you want to see him succeed but you're right yeah, I, I'm just starting to think of like it when we're not having to think. Like it's always the first couple of drives or in the first quarter is usually we get a drive or two in. You know, some of the more scripted plays we do well, and then at the end of the game when you're playing more of the hurry up, like a four minute, two minute drill, we seem to be doing better. And maybe we just need to. And you don't want to play too fast, but it's just almost just like guys, let's just go play, let's just go make plays. You know, and yeah. just like you can see him like trying to make the first progression when the first progression's there, he can hit it, but 
he wants to go through these, but then also too, I will say the offensive line did not give him a ton of time to then like be able to make his progressions. And he's just not as quick. He can move, but he's not as quick to like get out of that space. Um, like, yeah, he Bach wants to be, a, yeah, yeah, that, that was, that hurt um, having him go down, but he wants to be a pocket passer. You know, I, I see it in the game where he like, he's expecting this pocket to form and we're not able to, we're not able to form one. Like there's too much speed and, and collapse on the outside. And so as that horseshoe or pocket is starting to form, he wants to step up, which is natural, but then our center gets bulldozed and, uh, so there's no pocket able, there's no, no pocket that is even forming. Um, so I saw that more times than not, I think on Saturday and now there was a pocket sometimes and, and we, we had some running lanes. So, um, Mm -hmm. our O-line was not, you know, egregious, but it definitely wasn't, it wasn't helping us. Um, yeah, but, but I, I will say, and, and, and I know later in the episode, we're going to get into talking about Florida state and what we want to see going into this, but I will say, I think Pitt won this game. Out of all this, and I know we gave things, but Kick Pitt capitalized, and Kenny Pickett's the real deal. I think the dude can play, and I was impressed. Like, I've seen him play well, but to see him play well on that stage is really big. Some other key stats I thought were interesting. They pointed out since 2019, Clemson and Pitt were the two, uh, had the two most sacks in the country as a team. Mm-hmm. So Pitt was leading in that. And then Jordan Addison, I think now is at least going after the game, was tied for the most rece- most touchdowns receiving in the country. So you could argue about the competition and everything, but those guys can play, you know? I mean, Pickett now has 23 touchdowns, one interception, and even if against competition, to be that efficient. And to see the way he led, like, he led a seven-minute drive that killed the game. You know, and kept oh, the first downs. So it, no, it's, he it's, he played a gritty fourth quarter. Yeah, um, one that that really shut us out. It, it, it there were so many third and longs, like third and sevens, third and eights. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. would they would make fourth and ones, and then you're like, all right, we just need to get a stop. We need to get a stop, and you know they're going for it on fourth down. That you know they're going to go for it, and um and try to get, try to extend, extend plays, extend the drive and uh, did gritty performance by, by Pickett, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. He used his legs a lot and, you know, really iced us at the end. Cause I was, I was hoping to get the ball back one more time, at least. Um, I thought like we were going to get at least one more time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were and, and maybe get an onside kick and that's a prayer, but you know, who knows? Who knows what could happen? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, a um, couple things that were just frustrating was you know I thought I thought we saw I thought we saw some growth out of DJ the last couple weeks, mm-hmm. and um, as far as reads go, he didn't make a lot of great reads. Um, the one good read was uh, our last touchdown in the fourth quarter. He mm-hmm. actually made a really good read. Uh, and yep. ran it in. Um, that was probably the best read I saw for the game. And then, obviously, the shuttle pass. Like, dude, 
what I see out of DJ a lot of times is like, he's already decided what he's going to do with the ball before the ball's even snapped. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's not actually making a read. He's going through the motions, but he's not actually making the read. And dude, you, you can't pitch that ball. You got to get your eyes up and, and look and, and tuck it, either take the sack or tackle for loss, eat it, throw it away, do whatever you got to do. But you cannot do that. Like he already, he's like, I'm going to pitch this ball. Like, I'm just going to pitch it. And like that, yeah, and that, was, the that was, that was the call. Which, and, but then you get whiffed on and he's just yeah, in the backfield. And, yeah. Yeah. And you, you, you just got to get your eyes. You got to make a read. It's a heads up play. And I just don't know if he's able to do that um, in real time. And that's, mm-hmm. what's frustrating is you remember that, that uh, speed option we did um, and we fumbled yes. it and yes. you're like, dude, don't pitch that ball. Like you, you got to know, you have to know. That's awareness. Um, yeah. And that's part of playing the game that I think is missing. Because uh, yeah. if he, I mean, if he tucks it, makes the guy miss, mm-hmm. okay, fall forward, gain a few yards, or just get tackled, and then we move on to the next play. But we still have the ball, and we don't spot him seven points. So, yeah. That was yeah. a really big point game that I was like, man, that is just not. That's not a vet play. Uh, so it's, it was just frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I'll just finish up with one more thought um, before we get into Florida State. Cause I mean, cause I agree. I, I think like it's fair to, you, you take all these things as you're trying to like walk through this. You know, you take in the fact that he is like a 20 year old and like he has a lot of pressure on him, you know, like all those other things. And, you know, it is a game and, you know, these are college kids, but then also like you come to a big program because you want the spotlight. And when it comes to the spotlights, you're going to be scrutinized, you know? And so I think it's, it's fair to also like be supportive. I think you can be both be supportive and expect more, you know, because I know the talents in there in him and you, we've seen, what can be there, even those two games. So it's just, yeah, just keep holding the crown above their head and just keep like pushing them. And, and I know he, and I know he's one of those guys who's so hard on himself too. I can, you can just see how hard he is. Yeah. And, um, so. yeah, he, he wants to play perfect. And I think that's, that's part of the problem too. And like, yeah. in my opinion, if you're, if you're a coach uh, on this team, like guys, there's no need to be, perfect anymore like we've squandered perfection at this point we just need to improve and um like in that and honestly a good coach can script that well and frame it in a way that really takes the pressure off his players Mm -hmm. um and that's where i think we need we need to be in a place where the pressure is off and they need to go play and have some Mm -hmm. fun kind of like what you said in the beginning it's just like guys we just need to go play um, there's no need to be perfect. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Um, so, yeah. And, and yeah, it, it's a, it's a mentality thing. And two, I, I, I was more, um, okay with like, I just wanted to speak with, with Tony Elliott. I, I know that there's been some pushback on some of the play calling and everything like that. I think this game was just pretty clear to me. Like when you're not executing, 
Like the play, that play call for Will Shipley, if we score that, that was beautifully set up. They were not expecting Shipley to come out of the backfield. He like just kept running into touchdown, you know, and then he's being praised like what a beautiful play call. But when you drop the ball, like you just don't get, you get blamed for some of that. And they see the problems and they're trying to get the ball out on the outside, but you have to block people to block the, the wide receiver blocking has to be better to then spring that more. So, you know, like you're seeing some of these creases, but I thought from a coaching standpoint, like from a, from a game, like from a game calling standpoint from the offense, I thought that was encouraging to see. And you could see some of that in there. I just, for me, this game was very clearly execution. Mm-hmm. It was just very like, we can, we can nitpick like, yes, maybe there's some different calls I would have liked, but I trust them. And this is just very clearly execution. Uh, past past couple weeks, it's been clear. It's I execution. Think. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the play calls. Yeah. For uh, me, I thought. I, mean, I know. I thought. Yeah. yeah, and I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you because you want to you want to like as far as like you mm-hmm. slice this thing up into percentages of of what is is heavily the problem uh, versus the other, and I think that uh, I think that a larger part of that pie uh, is, is on the execution part because I just don't see the play calls holding us back from winning. I don't. And we escaped Syracuse. Yeah. But we escaped Syracuse. That game, that, that game should have been different. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if you execute even just a couple plays differently, it's a, it, and not saying even we win, but you're in a much better position to win. And I think that's that why was said it right. Part. Yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll end with this and we can move on. I'm sorry. Um You're fine. Dabo said it right at halftime and he's like, "You know what? We are just not able to make the routine plays." And and a few of those competitive plays we're not able to make either. And so, like the routine plays have to come first and and then we have to make those competitive plays because that kind of that kind of separates you from the other team. Uh mm-hmm. And and if we can't even get the routine plays down, we have no chance in the in the competitive plays or or the the gutsy ones or the the ballsy ones, as as some people would say. So, I um I I agree with them a hundred percent, and that's just straight up execution. Uh, if we can make routine plays, I think this coming week, Clemson is very talented. We've talked about this. We're very talented. We're one of the more talented teams in the country, uh, especially in the ACC. And mm-hmm. if we can make routine plays against Florida State, Florida State doesn't have a chance. They don't. Um, so it's just, you know, what what do we want to – we want to make this week about. Um, and I think D- Dabo, uh, this – in the past few press conferences, he's made it clear that uh, positions are open at this point. Like he he's he's like it's gonna look a little different at practice uh, as far as players go and um, I don't know about the coaching staff but I would imagine uh, he's putting the pressure on them as well. Yeah, this week. yeah. I mean it's it's a yeah it's a big it's a big week that's for sure. Um, and so as we get into that, we're talking about Florida State. Um, Florida State comes in three and four. Uh, so, I mean, they're only one loss behind and they are two and two in conference. We're three and two. Um, so it's a, it's a big week and they're coming into death Valley. Obviously we didn't get to play them last year. 
with uh, the whole COVID uh, protocol situation. And so it's been two years. And from two years ago, there's not a great taste in their mouth from the past couple of times they've played us. So you best believe they're going to be ready to play. This is is a game for me, like we're going to talk about some different things we're looking for. This is a want to game. Like who wants, who wants this more? I mean, we can talk about all these different things. And I think that's kind of the message in this is like, who, do you want this? Do you want this bad enough? Because Florida State's me, right? Like they're, they're increasing and, uh, and doing better. And Travis can play and they've got Corbin, the running back. Like, I don't think it's going to be super complicated what they're trying to do. But for me, it's want to. I mean, do you have anything of like key big thing that you're looking at as you're going into this game? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a highly emotional game. Um, one, just you know, at a at a fundamental level, this is our our division rival. This has been a rivalry game mm-hmm. for you know since we've been alive, Nick, and and so uh, there's a lot there's a lot going into this game, regardless of record, um, but uh, especially now since you know Clemson's on a, Clemson's having a down year and. Uh, last year, uh, there's some bad blood there uh, from last year. It's kind of dramatic and we've owned Florida state the last several years. So, um, now that we're having a down year, uh, this has become within reach for Florida state. And so they are going to come prepared. They're going to be ready to play and want to beat Clemson 100% Mm -hmm. and, uh, Mm -hmm. give us, give us their best. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to do anything special. I think they're kind of limited. Uh, but they're going to have a standard approach, and they're going to bring it. Um, so I agree. I think it's not too complicated. Uh, it's going to come down to, to effort and, and, hey, do you want this bad enough or not? I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so Florida State's an interesting team because they started off really slow. They lost to Jacksonville State, and – you know, they switched it around. They beat North Carolina. They've, you know, kind of, I think they beat Syracuse as well. And so they're, they're, they're coming in as the hotter team for sure. And they played North, they played Notre Dame close, didn't they? Right. And they played them close at the beginning. So it's not that yeah, these guys so. can't play. So when you look at stats wise, they're averaging 31.3 a game. Uh, they give up 26.4. We're averaging 20 a game and giving up 14. So both of them are within a score total yards. It's 413 for them to 321 for us on offense and rushing the ball. They average 230 uh, yards allowed. It's 388 to 336 for us. So for me, as I'm looking at this, for me, there's two big keys in this and Clemson comes in as a 10 point favorite, which feels a little generous, um, but there's the respect that's there. For Clemson, we're also 0 and 7 against the spread this year. So, just as a heads up, I don't predict. I think it's a one score game. But yeah. for me, for me, Clemson's focus, like from a Flor- looking at Florida State, is Corbin. I think don't underestimate him. He can really play. And then Travis, he is a is an athlete who can use his legs a lot. And so, I think if you can limit the running options and force them to try to beat you through the air. For me, that's where I would try to go, try to go with this. Yeah. The few games that I've seen out of Florida state is uh, 
Travis is way more successful when he's using his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how he stays in the game. That's, that's, you know, and Mackenzie Milton, that's a really cool story. Uh, Travis gets pulled when, when he starts to do too much with his arm and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, who knows what we might see, uh, McKenzie Milton gets out there and he's a playmaker too, man. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think if we can force him to throw the ball more than he wants to, uh, I like our DBs. I like our linebackers. Um, I like our matchups outside, you mm-hmm. know, and down the field. I think, I think it gives our Clemson defense a really good chance of shutting it down and, and maybe producing a turnover or two. And, uh, you know, if our, if our D line is healthy and, and, uh, and getting after it, you know, mm-hmm. we might be successful. Um, still got to go score. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think I feel confident in our defense to at least, uh, keep us in it. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Florida State's going to score that much. Uh, but that just means we have to go score. And, you know, what's our, what's our average? Did you say it already? I think it's like 20, eight. It's 20 even. Okay. I was thinking 19. Okay. 20 even. Yeah. For me, for me, this is last time I said first, I, I've been saying last week, first one of 24 this week is for, it's first one of 21. Yeah. I think, I think that's the one thing. And, and I'm not saying the facetiously, I'm even just saying like, it's, it, that's just how these games are being played. And mm-hmm. so as you're looking at that and one more for Florida state, uh, big guy to look out for this week is Johnson, the defensive end. He has six and a half sacks on the year. So I would say be looking at him to watch, like you might see like Sage Ennis or Galloway. just one of the tight ends. We, we're probably gonna need a help on whoever, what side he's on just to make sure that they're going to come with pressure. And so oh, yeah. we're going to have to have to make sure to give, Uh, we, we have to give them um, give them time. Like whoever's whoever's the quarterback, I, I think it still should be DJ. I think you got to give him the opportunity. But knowing that, like it's not for sure always his. But I think you gotta gotta keep rolling with DJ for me. But whoever it is, you got to give him time to throw. And I think if we can just basically just execute what we were trying to do with Pitt, I think we just try to execute it. I think we'll yeah. see more success. Who, who, yeah, who I think you? it's still, I think it's still DJ. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't. I don't think for me, you didn't see enough from Tayshon to like feel confident, especially in the second drive. I, you started seeing some more where I just wasn't as you're yeah. not as confident in the difference, and you might as well just go with the guy who I know is the most talented. Um, yeah. So. I mean, offensively, are, 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 is there anything else you're looking at just for us to to improve on, or just if we execute this really well, like this means that we we do this well? I mean, I know there's a lot of things, but if there's like a like one thing that stands out, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to it's hard to select one thing. Um, I think execution is is gonna it's going to be a turning point for our offense. If we can just go execute, Mm -hmm. we're going to, we're going to feel it. We're going to see it. It's it. 
it'll flesh itself out. And, um, I think that really, that solves a lot of problems, maybe not Mm. the end all be all problem, but it solves a lot of problems, uh, and heartache and headache, uh, on our end, uh, if we can just go execute, um, I think we run the ball really well. Uh, I'm, and you know, we've already established that, that the play calls are, are really okay. I, mm-hmm. I don't really have a big problem with them. Um, one thing I guess I would say, if I'm going to select one thing, um, is if our, I want to go, I want to see our wideouts fight for the ball. Yep. Um, yep. There was a couple, uh, Saturday night that were not actually ruled drops. Um, and they were past breakups, which, okay, that's fair. You know, that's, that's a matter of opinion, uh, you know, up in the booth as, as they rule those, those plays, that's fine, whatever. Um, and I just, I just felt like there was two, three times that, that we just kind of played soft and, uh, didn't fight for the ball. Uh, so that's just not going to get it done. And, and, and I, I, you know, Yes, we can say, give us a better pass. Um, but, dude, we're a team. We all got to fight out there. And so I'd like to see our wideouts kind of fight for the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of outside of executing and catching, uh, I think we've established that we'd like to see that more. But um, I think this, this week uh, I'd like to see them fight for the ball uh, more. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that that – that increases your chances for sure. Uh, but, yeah. and that's a one, two you know, you talked about that already. Uh, it's a one, two yeah. thing. And, um, so that's just something I saw in, in, the, in the last game. I didn't yeah. see it. I, I didn't yeah. see that they wanted it. I mean, I, there are a couple of times where it, it, you could see some of the frustration, you know, and I think you still have to go and try to fight for the ball. Um, because you want to you want to give guys opportunities and but when you do that you're not always going to put it in the best. You know, I know accuracy hasn't always been his best strength, but from a wide receiver standpoint, you want to give your quarterback also confidence too that when he puts it to you that you're going to go get it for him. And so, yeah. yeah, that that there's that for me. Another key thing I'd be interested in is I wonder if we have a little bit more of a tilt towards the running game because Shipley's back and because that's been one of our strengths and from an offensive line standpoint, it can be a little bit easier to run block because you're just going out like you just go and just kind of keep going forward. I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we take some of the RPF stuff away just because trying to not trying to, now we don't do it, but just to, we, we've probably been dialing it back a little bit. And then I would expect trying to get guys like Shipley and in this space. And I honestly, I think we'll see a guy like a Bo Collins more often just because what I saw from him was encouraging and you yeah. want to keep building that camaraderie so and what builds we, confidence for your qb yeah. is little short stuff um yep. and little quick wins it's quick wins man and and uh builds his confidence and i you know it'd be great to to get little check downs little underneath uh quick quick underneath um mm-hmm. passes with with shipley because he's he's dangerous in space and um i'd like to see some quick ones over the middle as well um uh, we don't do that as much uh, with with DJ. Um, and we did it once against Georgia, and I, I don't think we've done many after that. Um, but I think I think it's a really successful um, 
play uh, in, in the past, uh, it's been really uh, lethal. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more of that and um, yeah. just like quick stuff. Um, but again, that, that falls to DJ being able to have that touch. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And you want to lead them well. Like I know Justin Ross got one across the middle on a third down early in the game. And um, so it, it's there. Just got to keep, just hopefully we'll keep executing yeah. it. Um, do you, I know it's super early. Do you have a score you want to throw out there or what's, what's your feel on the game as we're record, like, this is Sunday night. So yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of practice and stuff to, to go through, but what are you feeling right now? Um, as, as bummed out and sad, uh, coming out of Saturday makes you feel, um, I still, I still like my tigers and, and love my tigers. Uh, mm-hmm. And I still have a positive outlook on the season. I think we talked about it a little bit off air. Like there's still, there's still some, some things for us to achieve this year. And uh, so that, that falls on the coaches to really foster that belief uh, in, in the team uh, mm-hmm. to really go want it and, and go achieve something. So I'm, I'm going to stay positive. I like, I like the tigers in this one. Um uh, I think I think ten points. Uh, I agree with you. It's a little gener- a little generous, and and forty six points. Uh, that may be pretty close uh, as far as total points. I, I think I think it's going to be in the twenties, um, similar to Pitt. Uh, maybe not as maybe closer. So, um, I think like a twenty seven twenty one. Uh, 27, 24 type game. Um, I, I, I think, I think we're going to be on top, but it, it might be a little close. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll go with 27, 21. How about that? Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot to play for and you come into this and, and you feel like there's still a lot to play for. And I mm-hmm. think being at home helps a lot too for this team. And I think if we can see some success early, we'll, that would build some confidence too. I see this being the first, if we can get over 20 points, like what's crazy stat is we against, we haven't scored 20 points against, against an FBS team yet this year. Mm. So I think we break through that. I'm going to go 21, 16 Tigers. So still with under the, within the, within the spread and, and the under, but closer game, um, Forse has a guy who's been decent field goal wise. And so I think I could see it being like a 21, 16, 24, 20, that kind of a within one score. But I think we pull away at the end. So yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to keep talking about it. So that way you can feel, you can feel better about it too. I think we'll feel a lot better after, after this. Yeah. Weekend. Yeah. It's a big weekend, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a big it's a big defining. I mean, we keep saying that, but this one this one really feels pretty big. Like after what's been happening, like just what the rest of the season looks like. So, but I think there's still a lot to play for. And honestly, like this feels like a a, a one off kind of a year. The more I look at it, just all these crazy things. 
We unfortunately, I mean, as we're ending this up, we didn't get to really super talk about this, but Matt Bockhorst, we lose for, I think we tore his, he tore his ACL as well. I think I saw a crazy stat that Clemson's lost 14 players to season yeah. ending injuries. I mean, it's just nuts, man. It's just unprecedented. And even after a COVID year, it's not even during the year of the pandemic, like of all the people, you know, all the limited practice. It's just, it's one of those years. And I just think it's like, yeah, so lots to still play for, but tough one to talk about. But I mean, there's a lot of character being built. I will say that like character, you know, a lot of character gets built when things are not going your way. And, you know, that you're being scrutinized more. And it's like, how bad do you want it? And how, how much do you want to, to not to prove the naysayers wrong in this? That That's just, it feels like is a big thing this week. So, but I like it. It's going to be a tough one, another close one. So hopefully we'll get to talk again. It'll be much more fun things to talk That'd about. It'll be different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's way more fun when we win. Yeah. Doesn't matter that doesn't matter the scoreline. It's just more fun when we win. Yeah. As Deva says, the fun's in the winning. So yes, fun's in the winning, man. More fun. So, well, thanks so much for being on. I really appreciate it again. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, guys, um, thanks for joining in on our support group for Clemson Tigers. Um, really appreciate y'all listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear just your feedback on that. So thank you for listening and hopefully we'll see you on the other side from a tiger win. So thanks for listening. We are signing off.